Good morning and a happy, merry Saturday in this Christmas holiday season. Jeff and Eric, Courageous Conviction, our podcast. Today, Jeff and I are going to talk about why do people leave their faith? Why do people leave the church and faith in general? What, how, how do they get sucked into to some of the deceptions that are out there? And how do we walk away from things that we truly once were convicted in or convinced of? So I'd like to start off today just saying that uh, our podcast today with Jeff and I and our background experiences, we hope that we can connect with people out there and you and, and uh, that we can you know, hopefully help and encourage and strengthen you in some way as others strengthen and encourage Jeff and I on our journey of both leaving our faith and finding it again some years back. And so here we are. Jeff, how you doing this morning, bud? Doing great, Eric. How you doing? Well, you know, it's Christmas season coming up and, you know, a little bit of stress with work and just, you know, tight budgets right now. But uh, we just moved back up here from from being down in South America and after, what, 18 years and a stint down there and told 20 years. And so, you know, it's kind of an adjustment still coming back here. And I know you yeah. guys just moved, moved from way up north to down, coming back down into the mainland states, right? Yeah, we came down from Alaska and uh, we had been living up there after we moved uh, from Costa Rica, which is where you and I had met, you know, back in what, 2010 or something like that. You know, it's been 13 years or so at least. And um, yeah, we're just uh, living here in a stateside, kind of like yourself. Now in the lower 48, that is what we called it when we were living in Alaska, in Alaska the real the real USA, the the states here, you know, Alaska is kind of off on its own, but we're glad to be here in a little more temperate climate than what we were experiencing over the last almost decade up there in Alaska. Yeah, yeah, you know, we've we've been looking at other states too, and one thing is is the cold, <laughs> and that's what you know. What one thing I do miss about Costa Rica, and even when you know, the last countries we were in down towards uh, Peru and Ecuador, and I just kind of miss yeah. that. Yeah, that's nice weather. It's easy to miss that. But, you know, Costa Rica is a lot nicer. I would say that where we were in the Andean Mountains, it was, you know, maybe not as nice, but the jungle was really hot. But uh, but I enjoy the jungle a lot for the fishing and so forth. But, uh, but you know, hey, Jeff, I want to talk today about, like we were talking about earlier, I, I'm seeing so many people, you know, we've had this whole recent, there's issues out there right now that are going on with, with the recent illness you know, I guess we still got to be careful again here on YouTube with certain words we mentioned. So the recent illness that just that apparently, you know, locked us all up for a long time kind of left a lot of people, I think, with hollow, with an emptiness inside, fear, you know. And, and I know that when I recently I was called as um, as the ward mission leader and when I left my stake position down down in South America, when I came home and you know, one of the things that, that the bishop wanted us to address was the fact that, of the help to reactivate. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny how we have all these members and wards. And yet, as you look at sacramenting attendance, a lot of wards are excited to get, you know, 120, 150 people out for sacramenting. And, and I think to myself, well, we got three to 500 members in a ward. Well, I wouldn't get excited with those numbers. I'm sorry. It just it wouldn't excite me. So what's, yeah. what, what do you think, Jeff? What, what do you think is causing people now? You know, I mean, I know before, I know what happened to us, and I you know that story too. But what do you think is causing people now to to leave their the church in particular 
and to leave their their faith, their religions? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I have to go back on why I left in the first place, which is the same reason I think people are leaving today. You know, and um, I mean, you have your own story. You know, I went on a mission to Madrid, Spain, uh, back in the early '80s, and when I came home, um, I thought I knew everything. Turns out that I didn't know very much. Um, and I think that you have to have a testimony, uh, a really strong testimony, which I did. And, you know, I, I wasn't a lazy missionary. I worked hard, knocked on a lot of doors. I mean, Spain is not the most, uh, it's a very difficult country to work in as a missionary for the, for the LDS church um, for lots of reasons, because, uh, you know, politically, you know, that climate is more communistic, you know, or socialistic. And, and, and Catholicism, you know, so, um, and we just made a lot of friends and, and got out there. But when I came home, things were different. You know, I have came from a family of 10 and, and my siblings that were about my age had all left the church. Um, when I started going back to college, uh, I got a, a whole dose of indoctrination about atheism and, and why it's just more intelligent to gravitate that way. And I, and it didn't happen overnight. Um, I just started realizing that, uh, in, in my mind back then that, um, that there were a lot of things, a lot of doubts and questions that I had, um, just kind of pushed me away from the church. Um, sometimes leaders didn't exactly help out, you know, um, uh, nobody seemed to be aware. Nobody seemed to miss me and it was easy to slip out the door. Um, and I think that's really what's happening in a nutshell right now. People find it easy to leave. And um, they're not as convicted, you know, about their faith. So when they, when, they, when they find that conviction and they become, you know, um, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, you know, renewed, they, they regain that testimony and become, you know, their, their conversion is real. Um, but that has to happen. They have to be converted. You know, and, and I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, President Nelson has talked a lot about recently uh, about, and not just President Nelson, but you've heard the, the recurring theme over and over for the last four years that, you know, difficult times are coming. And, and I think nobody's denying that at this point. And, and, um, and we can get into that kind of stuff too is in, in this podcast and kind of mix a little bit of knowledge of, of what, you know, socioeconomics of what we need to kind of uh, understand to prepare ourselves. And, and, um, but I think that, you know, this, the prophet telling us that we need to, one, the Book of Mormon would be our survival manual going forward in trying times. And two, that we need to develop that personal relationship with the Holy Ghost. And I think what happens is so many people live on a borrowed testimony their whole lives. They think they have a testimony, but they never really have tried their testimony. It's never really been seasoned, you know, and people just go right, you know, just to a certain point. There's a guy in our ward, actually, really great guy, um, wealthy family. He's done well, um, took over his father's business and took it to another, another level. And, and so he's, he, he's got money. But he's the kind of the guy that we, we kind of have an elderly ward up here. Mostly we have full of the, you know, the, 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 the beginning of the boomers up here. And, and we're in really kind of a, uh, in the mountains where I'm at now. And it, but he, he really likes to go and kind of be that, that rescuer. He likes to go and help people out and show up and do things for people. And, 
And, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But he and I were talking one day and I had mentioned to him something about something was going on in another state that was defending certain freedoms. And he said to me, he said, you know, he said, uh, I don't bother with that stuff. Um, to me, it sounds like they're, they're taking away agency when actually what the state was doing was trying to make a stand for agency. Right. And so he was against what the other state was doing. This is Wyoming. And, 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 um, anyway, he said, I don't bother reading that stuff because, you know, I just don't, I don't like to read. I don't want to, I don't even know about it. I just focus on the spiritual. And I thought to myself, boy, you're, you're, you're missing something, you know? I, and, and recently I just heard a talk and, and I want to get back to what you're saying. I just, I, I was listening to, I, I sent the podcast to you too. Well, actually it was a journal of discourses of Brigham Young. I don't remember which section it actually is. And where Brigham talked about, he's speaking to the saints and he said, look, if you think that just by having faith alone, that the Lord's going to come and solve your problems and protect us here. He even, he even made the, the statement of, if you think we can turn our, 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 our munitions and weapons over to the natives that are around us and that they're going to befriend us, he said, you have another thing coming because the Lord's not just going to step in and protect us. We have to do all we can do first. And then he steps in to, to help us the rest of the way and protect yeah. us. And, and I think that that's a problem right now, Jeff. I mean, I, I don't want to sound bad. I want to, I want to kind of push the envelope a little bit where people don't want to go right now at church uh, and discuss some things and be open about it. Cause there's a lot of animosity at church. I talked to a lot of people who were very divided in the chapels and people just kind of like keeping themselves, their, their mouth shut. Right. And that's kind of what this all inclusive idea, this whole idea of a, and I hate to say this, I hate this term, but I think it's a perfect term that we're creating this, this, well, this teddy bear Jesus idea. And it makes it, it makes it almost too easy. And I say that, and I, and I know that with, with faith is a beginning. Okay. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to step on people who are trying to change their lives because we've been there before. Right. But it didn't come with, with, with softness with me. And I don't know about you, but, yeah. but my return to the church needed, I needed a bull awakening. I need somebody, Bishop Patey, who we both had in common, who was, was, was a key factor in both of us coming back to churches at that time. And both of us from Costa Rica, right? Both yeah. Americans in the States. And we find, we meet each other in Costa Rica and these long journeys out of the church, we meet each other as we're coming back to church. And uh, it's been a really, really neat experience to watch both for our families, especially this for you and Jill, you know, we lost touch for so long, but to see you guys now and that challenge you have with the children to, to have children and to have two beautiful children now and the beautiful family and now that you guys are closer and we're closer. And it's just interesting how heavily the father puts things back together. But, but my point being, I think that we're so too reliant on just letting the leaders tell us what to do. And then we, we go out and do it. And that's easy that way. But I don't think that's our purpose here on earth. And, and maybe I'm wrong because then people say, well, I'll just wait for the prophet to tell me. I think that even there's, we can go back and dig up prophecy from Joseph and then Brigham clarifies that in the days when the constitution is going to hang by a thread, the brethren won't say anything for a long period of time for some reason. Now, Brigham nor Joseph never explained that, but you can see where the focus is right now with the church. And that is keeping the temple doors open in all these socialist communist countries. Wait, what? Yeah, well, probably, I'm just going to guess right now, but I know I'm pretty close to this guess, but probably about 80% of the world now is either socialist or communist. 
of one degree or another. You know, all of Latin America is a type of socialism right now. And maybe you could argue with Bukele and El Salvador is trying to change that a little bit. Um, but for the general, for the rest of it, you know, you, you pretty much have this whole social agenda. Now, you had a recent election in Argentina with Malay, but I think he's just a, a American plant to try to get them to buy into the dollars, into the current debt, and try to strengthen the dollar right now, which is all stuff we can get into later. But my point being that, what are your feelings on this idea that we just let her, we wait, we just obey our leaders? I mean, it's good to be obedient, but I think there's something we got to understand there. And I like to kind of talk about that a little bit, maybe relate our experiences. I know my personal experience, you know, was that I felt let down by my leaders. I felt I, they made wrong choices and wrong decisions. And I felt let down. And like you had mentioned something, you said you kind of felt non-inclusive, like you, like out there, like you're alone. And, and I felt the same way when I came back from my mission. And I don't know why yeah. when I was working in the stake with these kids, they come off the missions, like especially during, during the whole pandemic time frame, and hang up their badges. And they were gone in six months. We lost them. Yeah. I don't know. What are your feelings? I mean, I, just, I feel like people just sit and wait for the leaders and then they, they just want to go do it but they never get fulfilled from it and they never develop their own testimonies. And I think that's, that's the key. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not left field on this. I don't know. What's your take? No, you know, testimony alone, you know, uh, many leaders in past um, uh, discourses have certainly brought this to home. Elder Oaks for one um, that I can remember a little while, a little while ago talked about, you have to be converted. I love it. Elder Oaks talks. He's right straight to the point. And, you know, I like to consider myself, just like you, I'm sure, uh, as being a straight shooter. Um, you know, none of this BS kind of stuff. You've got to have a testimony, of course, which we both developed that by teaching and proselyting in our missions. Coming home, though, um, the conversion side of things that kept me, regardless of not being in the highlight anymore on, on my mission, hanging up that badge, so to speak, um, needed to be a little more concrete. Which, meaning, which meant I needed to be more involved with the church and not so much involved with myself. And, um, you know, it's easy to gravitate to this selfish thing. And I bought us, you know, a nice little sports car and, you know, started thinking about girls, which we all do that, you know. Um, we don't all buy sports cars or motorcycles and things. But, um, yeah, I mean, we are directed right now to to be otherworldly, do not be a part of the world. I think that's no mistake right now. We're at the end of the year and we're, t we're, we're, we're reading up on revelations, you know, and recently I was listening to this podcast about what that meant. And everybody is thinking revelations as this big linear kind of thing. Um, well, this thing has happened, this thing has happened, but that's been going on since the, 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 uh, the dark ages, you know? So, um, it, it, something could be said to that uh, uh, to the to, to the to the essence that Jesus Christ isn't coming or he's asleep or these revelations uh, are are not going to come to pass, you know. But it reminds me of the same thing that happened in Book of Mormon times when Jesus Christ uh, was supposed to come and visit the Americas, and people just didn't believe it. And when that happened in Third Nephi, you know, um, it wasn't a light thing that happened to the people and the inhabitants of the church back then of the saints um the saints were kind of protected um but you know there were horrible earthquakes it wasn't just uh darkness it was this thickness and and i mean geographically things topographically 
uh, things changed, right? You know, um, mountains arose and big cities were dumped into the ocean and uh, it was this kind of punishment kind of thing. Um, I, I don't think that it's going to be that light um, of, 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 a, of a final thing here for us before the second coming of the Savior. So we have to be faith directed and we have to build our faith. So for me, Revelations right now is, am I, am I just looking to find out you know, check off these little boxes of what's happening and wait my way to the second coming of the Savior, well, you know, I might be missing out on some stuff. So maybe if I apply revelations to me, then it becomes less linear and it becomes more impactful for my own decisions. And I think that members of the church need to focus on themselves and to become uh, capable of hearing the Spirit of the Holy Ghost in every way and in every aspect. By doing that, then we, then we become solidified, you know, with our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we, we can become members of the church that are more service-oriented and more capable of being in tune. You know, because the, the leaders right now are saying that we need to be peaceful, right? It's hard to be peaceful when we live in a world that's so contentious. And, um, but there's some wisdom in being peaceful. So am I going to be driving down the road, um, and allowing everybody that's on the road, that's angry, uh, to get under my skin? Well, no, but we could all be that way. I mean, there's a lot of idiots out there, but, um, we have to make better choices. Uh, if we're talking to our children or talking to our wives, you know, what's our tone of voice? Uh, how do we self-talk, you know, are we feeling like we're actually enough, you know, and that, um, that we have a loving father in heaven. It doesn't mean that there isn't going to be some punishment in the world. You know, things are happening. It's a wicked world. You know, there's going to be some difficult things, but on the note that the leaders are given his direction, um, and that whether whether or not we should really pay attention to them, you know, and what they're saying, um, I don't think they're saying we can't get politically motivated. I'm not going to go grab, you know, a weapon and go out in the streets right now either. I've got a family to protect, you know. I keep those in the safe. <laughs> so well, you know, and I think that in this podcast, those are all. I think we're going to be a little bit different than a lot of the. A lot of the the Christian base and then the LDS based um, podcasts, and the fact that we were out there, way out there in the world, you know, at being both return missionaries, leaders in the mission field, and um, both serving, you know, giving our all in the mission field, and and then you know, I never imagined that I would fall away from this church, never, yeah, yeah, and and, 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 and so you know, it, it it came gradually, and for me, it was it was the Sunday thing, right? It was certain leaders I felt failed in their positions. I looked at them as, as that role model to be that example, to be right and to be correct all the time. And I think we forget that they're human beings. They have, a, they have a measure to fulfill here as well, right? They don't come already pre-assigned with a crystal ball, even president Nelson, the prophet, you know, or whichever prophet of the church that there is. Yeah. I've, I've had the opportunity to sit with some being down in Latin America and in my recent calling, I was able to sit with, well, not necessarily sit with the apostles, but with some of the, the 70 that were there and, and talking. And, you know, they're just, they're people like us. They made a lot of mistakes during COVID, 
you know, there's a lot of good backlash out right now. President Nelson, and they're saying, well, hey, look, you got that wrong. Like, you know, here's, and here's where I think people are miss, they're not, they're, they're missing out in certain these, these areas that we're too stuck to the normal ABC, NBC, MSNBC news outlets. You know, five companies, I think it's five or seven companies like in the world own all the major news channels in, in the entire globe. And those companies are all part of the World Economic Forum. And that World Economic Forum has an agenda right now to take our liberties from us. And that's what I feel is one of the challenging times going to come because that's the great reset, meaning they have to have economic collapse for that to take place. And how do we get through all that? You know, and, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about these things. Talk about Jeff and you know, you're my journey out, what causes to fall away um, and, and, and what causes to, to come back what allowed us to come back. And it wasn't easy. How do we get that strength to come back and make the change? Because it started with a little spark in me and I knew I had to make that change. So I think what we'll do, Jeff, is what I like to do is continue this conversation um, and and into our, our, our the, the next podcast and, and which we'll do, um, we'll come right after this one and then we'll, uh, Let's get, let's get in. I'd like to get into to your story too. You know, you just recently wrote a book. We only have about a minute left of our time here. You just recently wrote a book. You're going to publish that soon. So in our next podcast, I'd, I'd like everybody to come back and let's jump into the book on your story and your motorcycle experience from Alaska to Costa Rica. And, and, and basically your life's journey is, is this motorcycle experience, right? And so we're going to wrap this one up right now. And, uh, you know, if you would, if you like this content, you want to follow us. Just hit the subscribe button down below, please, and, and, and hit the bell. So we're going to a new podcast. Right now, we're going to be recording every Saturday. We'll record a few videos each Saturday, get out to you, and then as things pick up, we'll record some more. Stay with us, and we'll see you in our next podcast with Courageous Conviction. Mm-hmm.